Welcome to the Foundation's Report. Have you ever told a lie? When I was growing up, I always heard there were big lies and small little white lies. I looked up where the term little white lies came from, and it referenced a book by William Shakespeare using this term. The best explanation for this term was that black and white meant good and evil, respectively. So basically, there was a degree placed on lying. I believe the same process was used to describe white magic and black magic, and white witches and black or evil witches. In our look into the six things that God hates and seven that are an abomination to him, the second one on the vice list is a lying tongue. So does that mean that God hates all lying? Does telling a lie put us in the hated by God category? I wondered about this, so I dug a little deeper. The term in the Hebrew, shakir, has the connotation of deception, falsehood permeating the individual, kind of like a person who always lies. Tell one lie, then another lie to cover that one up, etc. So how does that affect our politicians? I'll let that one drop. For us who are doing our best to please God and live the Christian life, let me start by stating that telling one lie isn't going to send you to hell. But if you make it a lifestyle, watch out. The fact is, we learn to tell lies at a very young age. Young children do this quite innocently by learning to manipulate their parents. Yes, manipulation, I believe, has the whiff of deception attached to it, and we see this even in the Christian church. I remember watching a movie about an evangelist whose ministry was riddled with manipulative tricks that led the people to believe he was something more than just an ordinary man. He was the master illusionist that used music and lights and hype to make the people believe God was moving in his services, all for the purposes of the offering plate. The movie made the clear statement that all this was being done for the purposes of money. Problem with these types of movies, however, is that people clearly get a bad taste in their mouths for evangelism and services, and when God is truly moving, it plants skepticism in the hearts and minds of people. When Peter and Paul were conducting their ministries, they would preach the gospel, and the signs and wonders happened to point and to prove. Signs and wonders following were the sure sign and mark of a legitimate ministry and a legitimate conversion. Well, you say, that's Hollywood, but what about in real life? Well, a well-known evangelist was caught using an earpiece audio system so their helpers could gather information about people coming to the meetings and feed that information to them while they were out praying for the people. 
They would call someone out and tell them their revelation knowledge that God had given them, as if God was revealing something to them. They told everyone in the audience and on television and gave the impression they had a pipeline to the spirit realm and they were God's man of the hour. How about the leg lengthening trick, given the illusion that God is lengthening someone's leg before their eyes? Like I said before, this type of deception only confuses people and people become skeptical and question God when they should be questioning this illegitimate preacher who, in my opinion, is on the hated by God list. The term also gives way to the definition injurious falsehood, which means that your deception or lies cause injury to someone else. When we are a false witness and accuse someone of something they did not do. How about all those busybodies in the church? They have their own special category on the hated by God list, so we will talk about them later. How about making a false promise? Children are the real perceivers of false promises. When you tell your child you will do something for them, or take them somewhere, or even show up, and you don't. I wonder how God feels about that when he looks down upon a child devastated by the lies told them by their parents. The other day we attended a special day to have lunch with our grandson at his school. It was a joyous time, and we saw the excitement in his eyes. There was another boy there looking everywhere to see if his grandparents would show up. Both my wife and I discussed how sad this was when a child sees all his other classmates having a good time with their visitors and he is left out. Did they tell him that they would show and not show up? Maybe this will give us an inkling of why God hates a lying tongue. Children truly are the innocents in all this. As we step further into this vice list, we will see how God feels about the innocents in this life. Stay tuned. The Foundation's Report is heard daily, Monday through Friday, on the Foundation's Podcast Facebook page, and on the Foundation's channel on YouTube, and on various podcast distributors via audio feed. Be sure to tune in.